Hi, I'm John. I'm Alexis. And welcome to Trust Me. Trust Me. Spicy. <laughs> a, a weekly podcast. A week, <laughs> the weekly. A weekly. A weekly <laughs> podcast where we talk about trust, transparency, and building long-lasting relationships in a fast-paced world. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, pornography could be good for that person who... So, welcome back, guys. Um, we decided to further discuss this week um, pornography, because there's a lot to talk about, right? Right. Yeah. And um, I don't know, a lot of the stats and information that I found were so almost like alarming that I am very intrigued to learn more. <laughs> You're so silly. I just feel like the one specifically about like 50% of the time that the, the internet is used it's for sex purposes and just how many clicks there are on Pornhub and all those other, other like, porn sites. Yeah. I just found to be, I don't know, it's crazy. People like sex, people like porn. Yeah. And it's everywhere now. Yeah. 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 It's like food everywhere. <laughs> right? No one's ever yeah. really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's like when you say, I'm American, it's like saying, I'm never hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, paraphrasing a Jim Gaffigan. Oh. Right? Yeah. That's why there's so many programs for people to stop eating. Yeah. Because it's a huge problem. Dude, it's like the it's like the no fap movement that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so much pornography, but now there are like support groups and sites it's that like support stop. Yeah, not doing it. Mm -hmm. Which actually kinda goes into what we wanted to talk about today because I I want to learn more and so I dove in a smidge further to researching how pornography actually affects your brain. And there's not a lot of conclusive scientific evidence to support, um, you know, it being negative or positive, but there is, there is plenty of research, um, to discuss how it makes people feel. And, um, a lot of it is negative. A lot of correlations that I found in the research suggest that, the more porn you use, the less satisfied you are in your, like, sexual life, like, your real life. Yeah. I tried to look up, you know, some positive correlations and stats, and there are some, and we can come up with our own, too, but I just feel like, I'm like, this is crazy. It's like, there's, there's more positive kind of effects of pornography research done in, like, 2010, 2007, but if you're starting to look like 2018, 2019, there's like, it's really hard to find positive feedback about yeah. how pornography makes you feel or affects your relationship or your, you know, your sexuality. Yeah. It's interesting. So what do you think about porn, John? <laughs> <laughs> That's a silly question. Let's talk about let's talk about our how we feel. Let's talk about the positives of porn to start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want me to start or would you like to? Uh, Name a positive. A positive? Yeah. You get a you get a 
see things that you maybe wouldn't think to try. Yeah. Yeah. Like? Like different positions. Yeah. Yeah. So like an, an educational tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I didn't know what pegging was until we got an internet. <laughs> and now you're all, all I can ask you to peg me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know what How pegging. do you feel today, by the way? <laughs> That's why I'm leaning So forward. if you don't know what pegging is, this is a good opportunity to get on Pornhub and just type it in and you'll know right away. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with pirates. No. Except maybe sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, pornography could be good for that person who is feeling lonely and they have this fantasy and they feel like they're weird for having this fantasy and then they decide to look it up and they find they're not alone so that is a positive way that porn could affect someone's life right yeah you just type in anything and it pops up yeah yeah i mean it's a quick fix if you're feeling really like you know you, you need some action and that you don't really have anyone don't go out and try to you know get it anyway you can just sit at, sit at home and find it right yeah, yeah. but i wonder if that helps like people having the release that that, that, uh, you have a place to go and ah, instead of like accosting someone I don't think that actually helps yeah 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 that's interesting I didn't I don't know I don't have any data so it would just be us speculating but (sighs) just be a pure speculation yeah I feel like uh, I guess if you compare it to drugs it's having constant access to drugs like or less people stoners in Denver because you can just get it whenever you want. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's absolutely, there's evidence to, like, in other countries in terms of, like, drug use and alcohol use. Mm-hmm. I think in Europe, children drink and are offered wine at a younger age and alcoholism overall is less prevalent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for sure. Yeah. I definitely think there's something to be said about if we keep it all, like, tight and, you know, don't talk about it or it's hush-hush, yeah. then it makes it a bigger problem. You should for sure talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it, like, with someone when you start dating them. Yeah. Or decide to be monogamous. Yeah, I definitely think pornography is something you should discuss <laughs> when entering a monogamous relationship. We, we talked about it. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we talked about it a little yeah. bit. And I had just told you that I was watching it at the beginning of our relationship, and that's what I meant when I was talking about edging myself, because I wanted to, like, save my, my ejaculation for you. I didn't want to, like, <laughs> be all, like, worn out or whatever, you know, because I, you still make me feel this way, but I, I guess I've trained myself better. Yeah. Um, and, like, the excitement of us first being together is obviously not here because we've been together for a long time, but you still drive me insane, to be clear. Yeah. But Aww. at the beginning, I was, like, an insane person. I was, like, a crackhead, but for <laughs> sex. Uh, yeah. So you kind of used it as a tool. It, well, there was nothing around. I mean, you weren't there. Yeah. So I would be excited for you. Yeah. And I would, I would watch porn because it's there in a sex. Yeah. And then... I would never like finish the job on myself. Yeah. And I don't know. I always had you'd sent you'd sent a lot of like pictures at the beginning. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I guess the more I talked to you about it and like you seemed uneasy about it, that's when I started I started to not want to go to it, but it made me feel bad when you yeah. felt like I was like comparing you to someone else or I was wanting something yeah. else. Yeah, and we talked about that and in last not, week's episode, yeah. like how we feel about porn personally. Yeah. And um, I definitely feel more comfortable with it now in our relationship than I have in past relationships yeah. because we've communicated yeah. very clearly yeah. about it. Right. I mean, we still find little surprises about one another <laughs> yeah. often, but you know, we have done a good job about talking you know, decently and a decent amount on a pretty regular basis yeah. about things like this. Yeah, and well, because of that, we've been able to have a lot of fun with it. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think yeah. it's super important. Yeah. I mean, there is the, kind of back to what you were saying, there was on some positive um, feedback when it comes to porn use <laughs> that I found. There's a, the University of California found a positive correlation between porn watching and libido. Um, so maybe it does have something to do with what you were just saying, where people would use it but not abuse it. Maybe you just watch it and you don't necessarily like yeah. orgasm. Yeah. Or um, sporadically, like once or twice yeah. a week. And I it just know. keeps your mind, I would imagine as you get older, maybe sex kind of leaves your mind a little bit, but it, so it kind of gets you excited and you can use it to like refresh your libido. Yeah. And then... If you're monogamous, use that in your relationship. This is a old. This is an old guy's trick. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but if you want to like last longer with a girl, oh. you watch porn and you, yeah, squeeze a little few fellas out. You know, <laughs> that way you're like not underperforming later. This is an old guy trick. Yeah, I mean For it all is. You it's common. Boys I, out there. Right. I've heard that several times. I don't know. So then this leads us. Oh, go ahead. I just. I never. I never. Did that with you yeah yeah in the past have you though when you were younger i don't know i don't think so i don't think i was because we I all was never, know that you started young i was never confident enough to think oh this is gonna go well i need to make sure i'm ready for it you know it's always a surprise if someone was gracious enough to be like that with me i don't know it was a mess it was all gracious a mess. enough maybe all... they wanted and they were like hoping you were gonna be gracious enough i know i, I didn't have confidence <laughs> i still don't have a lot of confidence um yeah. But some working on it, you know. <laughs> I don't want you to have too much confidence. <laughs> too now. much confidence. Isn't that silly yeah. <laughs> how that works? But um, yeah, so that kind of leads us into like, what are some of the, the negative correlations? And I feel like the one that, so to start off, so Cambridge University. A study done by Cambridge University found that porn triggers brain activity in sex addicts in the same way that drugs trigger, you know, that response in drug addicts. Um, so even though it's not enough to declare porn being in inherently addictive, it drew correlations between brain activity and age. So kind of what you were saying, like starting, you were like, we were kind of joking and suggesting that to young boys, but maybe not because according to the study, if you start watching porn younger, like the younger you are, mm -hmm. the more impact it will have on your neurological um, system in your brain yeah. and then will last longer and into adulthood. Yeah. Like your abuse of pornography. Yeah. So that, that was interesting. I don't know. It's not an it's not an addiction, but it's not classified. As an it's not addiction, classified but as an addiction. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not an expert. 
but young boys out there maybe think twice about getting on and yeah yeah it's because it's so available and if it's something that's going to stick with you in your relationships like throughout the rest of your life that sucks because the real thing is amazing yeah you know if you're doing it it's consensual of course and you know you with the right person and you you found intimacy it's so awesome yeah it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful yeah it's good stuff but um i think that oh so this study then this is the national health service in britain they recently noted an increase in erectile dysfunction in young adult males yeah so if these boys have started young or whatever which would make sense because porn it's been over the past 10 years that it's like been extremely accessible on the internet so everyone's just watching porn all the time. And these boys, these young, healthy males are having a hard time, you know, with an, with an erection. Hard, hard, <laughs> hard time. time. Oh, man. Like, maybe. Well, there was... It has to do with porn. Right, there was an Adam Sandler movie where it's him and his wife and his kid and there's another family and they kind of go over all the different um, standard problems in the modern family. There was an anorexic girl. There was a girl that was trying to make it as like a model. I think it's probably like the equivalent of like an Instagram model. And her mom was taking photos for her. It was very odd. The dad and son were watching similar porn or on each other's computer. But the son, who was a virgin, they, there was a scene where he was going to lose his virginity, which should be very exciting for this young gentleman. And he, he, he couldn't because he'd become so used to... Mm. doing it in one way yeah and i don't know if it was you or me that had brought this study or uh this this conclusion to the table but that if you get uh, the the conclusion is that if you are um used to masturbating and you're watching porn a lot of people like like guys are like lying on their back they have the phone <laughs> and then you get used to just doing it in that position like you oh, train your the brain visual. you try <laughs> You train you train your brain to only enjoy sexual activity in one position. Yeah, and I'm sure you can rewire it because you train your brain to be with one person for a long time, and then yeah. they're awful when you get divorced, and then you train your brain to go to another person. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. It's just like anything else. If you fucking do it all the time, yeah. Like if, and if you run all the time and you don't ever take a break, you're gonna blow your legs out. Yeah. Yeah. If you eat food all the time, if you always say yes but to pie. Yeah, and you give it to a young person with, like, hormones that are they don't know how to handle. Yeah. Of course they're going to abuse it. Yeah, we haven't talked about how we're going to talk to the kids about it. Yeah, I was thinking that that would be something to discuss. Oh, yeah. Trust me, for right. sure. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of different parenting methods. I think this is something that I, I can see the benefit of not trying to get ahead of the curb mm-hmm. and be like, hey... Cause that's what I think. That's what my dad was trying to do with me. Boy, he yeah, was like, maybe. I know you're gonna see it sometime, so might as well be with me. <laughs> oh god! I mean, there is, there is, there are people that are are proponents of using pornography in like sex education. Yeah. But the right kind of pornography, because right. that kind of leads me into another alarming negative fact that I found, which is that. Okay, so these are newer studies done by Psychology Today, and they 
they researched the most popular porn videos on Pornhub. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they found that only 18% of these videos showed female orgasm. That's... That sucks. We... That is awful. Yeah. It's so male-driven. So, like, we can't use porn in sex ed classes. That's... You're setting everyone up for failure. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> what the hell? That's awful. If you're making a lady orgasm 18% of the time just out there in the wild, that's actually a pretty pretty good stat. I would say, man, I think you should try a little harder. It's like an average batting average, 180. I think you should try a little harder. Yeah. This is in comparison to <laughs> 78% of men... Reaching orgasm in the, in the like most popular porn videos yeah. right now. That's twenty two percent of porn without any orgasm. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that's twenty two. That's the that's furry porn where you can't tell they're <laughs> yeah. ejaculating because they dress like animals. Oh, we can talk about that too. Oh, they're all over the place. Um. Yeah. No, I just thought that was that was very alarming. <laughs> like that's it's so male driven and so to me that's a very like. That's a negative I, finding. I don't, I don't like that. I don't know if that's changing or not because Pornhub, most of what gets uploaded to that, I get, I don't know if most, but there's a large percentage of people that are real people having sex upload to Pornhub. So I don't, I think that over time, maybe you'll maybe bounce it. Maybe it would shift. It, I don't out. know. Yeah, but it's... Um... Yeah. Because I listened to that podcast, Seen Not Heard, and they interviewed a couple on there. And they were talking about wanting to show it from both ways. And, like, one of the things that made them want to make it for themselves, this couple, was because of what you were saying. Mm -hmm. It's not fun for women to watch a lot of porn. And maybe more women would watch porn. And that would that is going to naturally bridge the gap. You'd well, watch some, but you weren't never, like, searching and going through and had like an understanding of it but i'm sure there's a lot of women that don't watch it because it's like well i think it's important too for, for men them. to understand and just if you're going to set the tone and like porn's everywhere now and everyone's watching it then like let's be real about it yeah. like as a man like you have to understand you know yeah that is a very important piece of it yeah for sure definitely and, and if you're just watching that and that's what you're used to yeah. and like, there are tons of studies that discuss like that's how men go into sex and expecting it. Yeah. And they're disappointed, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like... If, like, you're 14 and you're a boy and the first porn you stumble across is, like, hardcore... Yeah, and that's how a lot of it... Like, that's is how, that what I'm supposed ew, to do? Skull, that's awful. Yeah. What is that? It's where you aggressively thrust your pelvis into the girl's face and that's, grab her by the back. Yeah, that's, like, what, sadly, I feel like a lot of porn is. Yeah. It's like there's violence, there's like a lot of teens and like, yeah. you know. And I don't know I if mean, a lot of it's violent, but even like on the tamer side, there's it's still very male driven and there is like spanking, which is you hitting someone. And but it's, it's like fine. playful, yeah. It's playful, but yeah. you, you still have to have context and you have to understand, okay, we've talked about this, it's fine, we have a safe word, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. You can't just surprise someone with that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can. Some people like that. Some people are okay. But not everyone's like that. So that yeah. comes from years of reading people. But 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, whenever you start, that's not a thing that they're able to do. Um, and then you're also conditioning women to think that that's okay. So you kind of like tolerate it. Like, well, that hurt a lot, but like, I'm get, I guess that's what it's supposed to do because I've also watched porn as a 14-year-old girl. Not me, but like in this hypothetical <laughs> world. Mm -hmm. And you've been taught you've been taught that's 
Yeah. How it is. I, I think you need you're to, impacted by it, whether yeah. you know it or want to admit it or not. If you're yeah. watching it on a regular basis or even a, like a semi-regular basis or just, you know, infrequently, it affects you. Yeah. It affects your subconscious, your conscious mind, what you think sex should be. And we should just, it should be a conversation that we, we continue yeah. as a society because it's, it's new. We're, we're pioneers yeah. Yeah. here, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, and it's going to stay around. It's not going to go away. I mean, so what is also alarming in, in these newer studies that Psychology Today released are that, like, overall, the more frequent porn viewing was associated with lower sexual satisfaction. Like, yeah. overall. I mean, so if anything else, it's like... You should think about, okay, if I'm going to watch a lot of porn, it probably means I'm going to be less satisfied in my actual, you know, sexual life. So you have to kind of consider, all right, well, what do I want, really? Yeah. Not everyone can have the most beautiful woman in the world as their fiancé, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm very fortunate in that regard. Oh, you were, oh, okay, yeah. you are implying me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, John. Oh. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, I made the, I just I made the joke before the podcast about that stat where it's like, of course you shouldn't watch Chef's Table all day every day if your mom's making you ramen noodles every night. <laughs> but in a, Which doesn't even mean have it to do with like... Which is a very chauvinistic, I guess, right. douchey... But I don't think but, you... I try, I'm at least... Let, correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like you're not necessarily referring to the way like a woman looks. It's more just like and that you can, can get the, on and see anything you right. want, and also, which you can't just make happen in real life. Right, and also that could be from the female's perspective too. Like it's a a female that's not. Oh well, you want to know what females research more than anything else? What's that? Lesbian porn. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But that's a little off topic. Yeah, so I mean, it makes sense. Like, yeah, you can't. Is that something that you saw somewhere? Is that from I your read? Post? You read something that I okay. read. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense that women are built to be beautiful, right? As you're always told, you're built for beauty and to attract mates, and that dudes are built to be disposable. Isn't that kind of how it works? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we kind of go back to like archaic brains and stuff, and that could be something we discuss on another episode. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Also, when I, uh, the thing about uh, um, the chef tables analogy, it it's me being crude to be funny, but it's also I'm trying to like make a point. It's like don't obsessively watch something and blow your like expectations way out of water because it's that doesn't ever work. It's like if, if anywhere in life, anywhere in life, yeah. With anything. With with anything. I mean, I am a huge proponent of just balance. Yeah. In general, the yin and yang. Like you, you have you have to keep yourself in check yeah. with everything. Yeah. And it's hard to do with a partner because. Well, some... you both have different expectations, and they're not often discussed openly. I feel like. Yeah. And people change over time too. You mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there was another one. Like there were three alarming stats that so we went over the two about lower sexual satisfaction and then the percentage of female orgasm displayed but then also they associated porn with loneliness they found that like porn begets loneliness and loneliness begets porn 
So. And loneliness begets cats. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> unrelated. Right. It's like the the genie when you, you have to be very specific when you ask what you want. You're like, I want a lot of pussy, no, and he's like, Okay, here's porn, loneliness, cats. You got it. You got it. Be careful what you wish for. Oh God. It's just. I don't know. I just think that we we need to be really honest with ourselves. And because everyone, including our children, can get on and access it, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Does that really mean loneliness and dissatisfaction in the bedroom? We. I, I, mean, I wanted to say this um, earlier, and we talked about it briefly because we've been talking about this all week, mm-hmm. getting ready to do a film. But we had talked about um, there was a point where we were like becoming, we watched a lot of porn, right? And I definitely got overstimulated. And, and like, you were very nice about it. And we yeah. talked about it. And we we're like, none for however long. And it didn't take long. And yeah, we, and we also, were like watching a lot of it. I just feel like we were like. We'd already been intimate like once in that day. And yeah. then it was again. And like, I was like, I have two computer monitors. Let's just do two. And then this here. <laughs> and you were like, I don't know. You're very sweet about it. You're like, sweetie, are you, is there too much going on? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, it was. And we had, at that point we had to just yeah. be real. Have yeah. Have come to Jesus moment or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Overstimulation for sure. Yeah. I mean, but and they we talk were about there the, together. It's, yeah. I'm very thankful that I I didn't have that happen by myself. And mm-hmm. then you came home when you're like ready to go, and I'm like I'm scared. Yeah, and that ruins relationships. I feel it like. does. Like literally. Yeah. Like it's happened to me. Yeah. Like that that seriously ruins relationships. And yeah. if you're and then if you're fearful as like a woman, like for example, that your husband is watching porn or lying to you or you're not good enough or whatever and you've got that fear which is like fear is the killer of intimacy yeah so it just kind of acts as like a toxic kind of i don't know it seeps in there and if you don't get control of it i think it can honestly make your life shittier yeah (laughs) like literally yeah this is something that i've done to like mitigate porn or just sexualized imagery in our society mm-hmm. when we started dating I stopped talking I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast but it's good to say again I stopped talking about women and their bodies mm-hmm. to other dudes I don't know if I think that's okay if you're within like your group of friends or group of guy friends be like she's great she's got big tits or whatever that is I, I think there's a point where it can become grotesque and I think at any point if you're saying it in front of a woman and she can hear you, that's fucking disgusting and wrong. I never did that anyway. But I would talk about women being attractive, even to, to you when we were friends when we started dating. Mm-hmm. But I 100% stopped. And I see attractive women. I see attractive men. And I, like, I'll, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, that's a, an attractive-looking thing. But like because I, in, in my daily life, I like practice not obsessing over it or even talking about it, it makes it... A lot easier to manage and our sex has very rarely if ever suffered like the the one instance i can Wait, think so of you're telling me that you see attractive people on instagram i'm sorry i don't go and look for them right <laughs> <laughs> i love hearing about this <laughs> but if you go to my explore tab it's not models everywhere <laughs> because i'm not like i'm not going and pursuing it yeah i mean whatever it's everywhere 
I mean, for men and women, yeah. sex is everywhere. You have to. You Particularly, have to... we're discussing like sexual. Yeah. The act of sex. Yeah. yeah. But you have to. The point with me sharing that is you have to practice. You have to practice anything mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. to be good at it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be good at sex like us, you have to practice. Oh, <laughs> jeez. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think good at relationships. Yeah. That's what I meant, not like... Right. Yeah. Like, literally. Because yeah. sex is such a big part of it. And not for everyone, but intimacy is. So that can be a lot of things, intimacy. Yeah. Right? So you have to communicate to achieve that deep level of intimacy. Right. Communicate. And then you have to... Listen. Totally. And self-control. Yeah. I think it's very important. Yeah. So, I love you very much. I love you too. Yeah. So I feel like we could talk so much more about this and maybe we'll continue discussing it discussing it um i'm really interested in how like young people view porn and that gets into like a weird area because like you can't really go interviewing like you know 15 year olds about this it wouldn't be appropriate but i'm just concerned i guess a little bit about how that will affect the next generation you know and so maybe we do kind of talk about kids and how we present it to them sometime so soon. So maybe we do talk about mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll, uh, as always, hit us up on the gram if any questions, anything you want to add. Text us. A lot of people, everyone that listens to this, to my knowledge, knows us in real life. I'm sure that some people have come across this. If you do come across this and you don't know us in real life, you can search at Trust Me Podcast on Instagram. I think it's underscores. And just comment there, direct message us at Trust Me Podcast. What? No, Trust Me Podcast at gmail.com is a good way to get a hold of us. Nonetheless, if you know us in person, you can, like you have been, texting, calling, yeah. bringing it up in real life. We like hearing about it. We talk about it because we want to talk about it. Yeah, we're totally interested in what your experience is. And if you have any feedback at all, we'd love to hear it. So. Oh, you, I'm, we're not gonna, I'm not going to say the person, but you had like a pretty powerful message. Yeah, we're not going to say the person. No, not at all. But Or anything about the experience. Not at all. But that is, that stuff like that is, I think, why doing this is... So I mean, I don't want, I, yeah, my goal, I guess, overall with Trust Me and is just to share a message of struggle Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, to achieve some sort of like trust and intimacy in this world where we're like bombarded with imagery and possibilities. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I think intimacy and trust is, is more important now than, than ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, when is it not important? I mean, it, yeah. right now, of course. Yeah. It's, it's all that good. matters, but. It's good to reflect because I don't even see all the temptation that we're talking about as like an issue, mm-hmm. right? Before we started dating, I knew it was you, well, but when I When we started dating. But, bef- be, but before I started dating you, I, I, I knew that this is going to be like what you and I looked like was serious intimacy. We talked about like my uh, awareness of the issues that were gonna be present, mm-hmm. but I, I, in all honesty, it's like 
never even crossed my mind to do anything other than you to go anywhere other than you yeah i mean it is good to reflect because we are in people a place, have that struggle yeah, yeah. we had that struggle we never had we've never had the struggle about wanting to go somewhere else like i've never thought i'm going to go see if there's anything else out there even in the beginning you never felt no yeah no That's i was good. head over heels in love with you and i guess i was just a f- like fearful because i had so many trust issues when we yeah. first started dating yeah no, and I I knew you did, so I knew there was, in a way, you having all those trust issues when we started dating, mm-hmm. kind of accelerated the removal of fuckery in my life, because I was like, any little bit of anything is going to set you off and cause you to potentially well, leave me. I communicated to you, yeah. like, very directly and yeah. frequently about yeah. what my expectations yeah. were. But think about, remember, a lot of the stuff I did, and you complimented me on this, you're like, oh, wow, you got rid of, or you handled this preemptively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I don't yeah. need you to say, but thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that because no, I, I appreciate to it. on it. Thank you. Yeah. But it's good to reflect. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm going out a rabbit hole. It's, the point is, we we are at a point now, and I think we're sharing this. We're at a point now because we're at a point where we can look back because we have a little bit under us. Mm-hmm. We, if you've been in a relationship for even the same amount of time as us, you may not be able to benefit. Maybe you could, but like if you've been together for twenty years and you listen to us, you're probably not going to learn anything. Maybe you will. I but would love to back. learn from people that have been together for yeah. 20 years and yeah. built 20 years of trust yeah. because people aren't perfect and relationships aren't perfect. So there were definitely challenges in those relationships. I would love feedback on that because we still struggle. I still struggle with trust and trusting yeah. you. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's an ongoing thing. And I think the most important thing is to like continually communicate all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So feel free to communicate with us if you would like. <laughs> we are open to receiving communication. Yeah. So again, thank you guys so much. And yeah, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, we'll we'll see thank you, you soon. Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. See you soon.